0: welcome to the wealthy gorilla podcast where we interview leading professionals about life success self-development and more get ready to
1: transform your mind level up your life and achieve your true potential sit back relax and enjoy the show what's up everybody it's dan weston here with another episode of the wealthy gorilla podcast now we interview some amazing professionals on this show about their success advice their success stories and today i have nicholas bailey on the show Now nicholas is the founder of the billion dollar body and he has helped hundreds of male entrepreneurs transform the way they view their health and transform their bodies so check it out this guy is doing amazing things i really love this episode we put together stay tuned get comfortable and i hope you enjoy it Welcome back to the Wealthy Gorilla Podcast. I'm Dan Weston, your host, and today I'm here with Nicholas Bailey from The Billion Dollar Body. Now, Nicholas is doing some amazing things. He's taught so many people in the area of personal training and building a body that they can be proud of, that not only fits their business, but also gives them that overall round of success in every single area so i'm really excited to be on the call with nicholas today nicholas what's going on man thank you for coming on the show hey man i'm so happy to be here i'm very happy to meet a whole new
0: group of people so i'm so excited if you're driving right now make sure to hold on to that steering wheel don't start taking notes but this is gonna be a really fun time man i'm really excited to jump into it
1: Sweet, man. So for anyone who hasn't heard of the billion-dollar body listening to this, uh, just give us a little bit of info on what it's all about and what you're trying to achieve at the moment.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah, we're the number one health and fitness company right now for male entrepreneurs and influencers to look and feel like a billion dollars. And we're the highest net worth coaching group for health on the planet. So that means that people are transforming their bodies so that they can make a bigger impact with a community that they actually want to connect with. They got like-mindedness. They're successful. They have great relationships. But we all have this common theme that we want to be better. And we know that community is a big way to achieve that. Right? People will do anything for a community to be around good people, so that's why we have our live event coming up, uh, BillionDollarBodyLive.com, where we have these you know, the amazing influencers, these people that are just making such a big difference in the world that are coming together to figure out how they could band together as brothers and achieve something greater than they ever imagined.
1: Yeah, man. That's- that's awesome, and I've seen you know a couple of uh, details about your event up on Facebook and everything, and we'll get to that a bit later on. You can tell people where they can learn more. Um, that's awesome, and yeah, dude, I love what you're doing, and I love you've just gone, you've just undergone uh, a rebranding of the website and everything, and it's all looking super clean, super fine, and um, yeah, I'm really excited for you, man. So. What made you start the Billion Dollar Body, and what is your story before starting this company?
0: First off, thanks for liking the website. We put a lot of work into it every single month. Actually, we're changing things, adding things. So if you looked at it like a month ago or two or two weeks ago, even there's going to be differences. So very cool that we're just swapping, changing, growing. Uh, but the whole reason I started the Billion Dollar Body is because I was failing in all these areas from health business, you know, money, income, relationships, never had a girlfriend. So basically going into high school, I was already pretty insecure, but I was an athlete. As soon as I quit being an athlete, all of a sudden I gained 60 pounds. In the process of gaining 60 pounds, I had a 1.8 GPA, and I never had a girlfriend all throughout high school. So I'm not even like a dislikable guy. You know, it's, a, it's so weird to think about now, but it, it all stemmed from health. And I was always trying to figure out, you know, what's that first step that's going to give me power and confidence as a man? You know, is it going to be making money and having a good job? Is it going to be having a cute girl by my side? And it was obvious that those two things were all external. You know, it's like you can win the lottery tomorrow, but doesn't mean you're a different person. You could have you can buy a girl doesn't mean you're going to fall in love, and it doesn't mean it's going to affect you on the inside. So uh, what I realized is that health was going to be that first step. So 17 years old, uh, one kid came to school with a meal plan. He was a boxer, and he's like, dude, I'm I'm on this meal plan because uh, my trainer wants me to perform better and also wants me to weigh in at the correct weight. And obviously I was 60 pounds overweight at the time, so I thought, cool, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to try this. Two weeks later, I hadn't worked out. All I had done is changed my, the way that I was eating, and just my something in my brain just f- switched, where I just started recognizing what I was putting in my body, and I just wanted to do it a little bit different. I started eating a little bit less of the crappy foods that I had, and literally 11 pounds down in two weeks, and I was like, I'm all in. Let's do this thing. So I went 53 pounds down in six months. Uh, I've since then put on today I I weighed in 41 pounds heavier of muscle. Since I've lost all the weight, so really awesome time. And the reason I created Billion Dollar Bodies because I went into the health industry after that. I was like, man, this is my passion. I'm, I'm so confident. I feel so good about myself. I attracted the woman of my dreams. Now I've been married for five years. That, that led me into starting my first business. And guess what happened? Started the business, and six months later, I hadn't worked out. I had lost like 15 pounds of muscle. I'd become skinny fat now. And so uh, I was on both sides of the coin. And I realized, man. I'm the health guy. How many business owners out there that are trying to make an impact? I only got out of shape because I was trying to help people. It wasn't because I was just lazy. I was just trying to transform other people's lives. How many other people out there are doing that? And how many people are doing that are trying to go into transforming their health around people that just are not like-minded? They got a negative mindset. Their trainer even has the negative mindset. They're telling them limiting beliefs. They don't know about success. They can't relate. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go serve the male entrepreneur, the influencer just like me that wants to be number one in the world but just needs that extra support in their health, and if they change their health, they'll get what I got. right? I had no girl, no grades, no income, and just from switching my health gave me the platform to go out there and achieve more in those areas and rise above the competition and get that confidence and power on the inside of me. So that's why I started Billion Dollar Body.
1: That's awesome, man. Great story. And I love, I love how you target male entrepreneurs specifically because, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they don't think that health and wealth and business go, all go hand in hand. They, they kind of separate themselves from that side of things and think that they're two completely different areas. But if you improve one, you improve the other, right? So, yeah, I love, I love how you're targeting male entrepreneurs suc- specifically and um, I think that's awesome. So, yeah,
0: And just so you know, we're going after like 1% of the market. You have to think, 70% of the market of health is women because everyone's trying to make money off of them. I thought, no, nope, I'm not going to be that person. I'm not trying to do this for money. The second thing is I'm going after the 3% of the world or the 3% of America, which are people that are financially independent. Out of those financially independent people, only a certain amount of them actually have influence and a large amount of wealth. And I, I'll be honest... Just even yesterday, I got a bunch of crap from someone saying, "You only help these people that have money and influence. Like, who's out there helping the person that works for them?" And you know what I said to them? I said, L- "Let me ask you a question. When you were 12 years old and you watched the Olympics, and uh, did you drink Coca-Cola because of him drinking Coca-Cola in the Olympics, or her, or did you drink Coca-Cola because of the you know 50,000th employee at Verizon?" No, you didn't because that guy has no influence. But we, it, what's crazy is that when we're transforming these men's lives that have influence or want to have influence or, or make an impact, all of a sudden now they're also influencing those around them because people look up to them. So it's it's a really awesome thing that we have. you, Like you said, male entrepreneurs, influencers, very small amount of people compared to the rest of the health world. But that's because we're going to make the biggest impact from the smallest niche.
1: Yeah, I, I love how you look at it that way. I think that's amazing. You know, obviously, if you if you affect the guy at the top of the chain, it's going to trickle down and it's going to start to have influence on others. So and we we also believe that men
0: are the head of the household as well. So that's also why we work with men because they'll transform the whole house because t- typically they're leading the household. So if they get healthy, the whole family falls in line as well.
1: Brilliant, excellent. So talking about your story and. Uh, changing your health, you know. Last time we spoke, I remember you saying you lost a bunch of weight, but then you were far too skinny, and then you decided to get a personal trainer and um, really kind of build muscle. What kind of roadblocks were there on your way to becoming healthy and to completely transforming your body?
0: A lot of it's all pride. you know. For men, it's like ego and pride. I already know that if you surround yourself with the top five, like good five people that are prospering in health, business, finances, and relationship, you'll already be good. But a lot of people, and and have mentors in that area as well, I wasn't doing that. So at first, I was just doing everything on my own, just this pride and ego. So I didn't even talk to that kid who had the meal plan. I just knew what he got and what the meal plan was. And then after that, I went and just did it on my own. That was the worst thing I ever did because the whole reason we we want the billion-dollar body to help you unleash your ultimate state of health, power, and confidence is because I gained a level of health through doing it on my own. But I had no power or confidence. Here's the reason why. The majority of the people that win the lottery, they lose it all in four years on average, and their life is worse. They got the ultimate thing, the result that they always wanted, way more than enough that they would have ever made in their whole life, and everything sucked. Here's the reason why, because they don't know how to create the money and they don't know how to keep it. So it makes their life worse. So when you get to a health result without with just doing it on your own, you end up getting to a point where you don't know how to control the result anymore without just doing hard, hard work. I was starving myself. I was trying to just like you know, run all the time and do all these activities that are not that profitable. They're kind of like going out there and working 15 hours a day to make 33,000 US a, a year. And you're working so hard, but you're not producing a good result. So what do you do at that point? Do you just keep working hard? No, you go sharpen your axe. You know The quote, if I'm going to cut down a tree, I'm going to sharpen my axe for two hours. I'm going to cut it down for two hours and just rinse and repeat. So that's what I ended up doing finally. I'd never been to the gym for two years after I lost weight, and it was all just pride and ego. I didn't want to go in the gym. I didn't know how to lift. I I thought I had to be in shape before I went in the gym, which just so if anyone's out there like – it's pretty hard to do. It's hard to get in shape on your own outside the gym before you go in. You know, there's certain things that you just have to take the leap. So I hired a trainer at 19 years old and he still's a lot of my accountability to this day and he taught me everything uh, at that time when it came to nutrition. I dropped my ego. I just fully followed his plan. I fully went in there and worked out, had the accountability for a year and a half and transformed my life and since then mentorship and a good, solid five people around me that are prospering in health, business, and relationships has been a necessity, and they have to be prospering in all three areas, or else I will not receive them as a mentor.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. That's that's you know that's an awesome story. Um, like you say, just dropping dropping your ego and just leaving everything at the door, and and eventually making the decision that you knew was best for yourself um and just going in the gym and getting a trainer it, and i still doing do, do it
0: today things. dude too like i still have the things that i have to go through there's a software in our company that we didn't use for like a year that cost us tons of money meaning that we lost because we didn't use it and it was all just because of ego everyone else was using it so i thought i'm not going to use it. i'm just gonna i'm gonna do it my way and so i still struggle with it to this day but the whole point is is that there's a big difference between someone who struggles with that and someone who accepts it. I'm wanting to move forward and grow. So I came around. It just took me longer than everyone else, right? I was the most insecure person that I've ever coached, like anyone anyone that I've seen so far. So what's cool about that is that if I can come around, other people can come around. 60 pounds overweight, 1.8 GPA, got grandfathered through high school, never graduated college. I think I went to like three classes or something like that at a community college Didn't even get through any of that. So if I can do it, that's the big thing is that everyone else can do it. And it wasn't always easy sharing this story. There's people on Instagram right now that are like 400 pounds, like 400 pounds, and they're sharing their story about that they lost five pounds. They're like 395. I I was never that person. I have no clue how they even did that. I didn't even share with my wife until we were engaged that i was overweight she'd never seen a picture of me so this was not always an easy story to tell but since i know exactly what people are going through mentally physically emotionally when it comes to success relationships and health like i can relate and that's why i'm sharing my stories not so that people can hear it i'm not interested in that i'm interested in people transforming
1: yeah 100 percent, man i completely resonate with you on that um I think I've only posted like a couple of transformation pictures up uh, previously. Um, you know, I, when I started, I was underweight. I was 147 pounds. Bearing in mind, I'm six foot two, um, and yeah, that's I, pretty small, man. Yeah, that is it's really small, man. So I always used to get called skinny and all kinds of names. But when I first started, I was really insecure about going into a gym because I didn't know how things worked, or I didn't want to embarrass myself, or it, you know what I mean? It's the, it's the general stigma that you get when you're new to something and um, out of your comfort zone. And for me, I mean, I just started with bodyweight exercises, like I told you before. Um, when we last spoke, I just started doing those in my garage and I eventually packed on. Uh, I started packing on you know, a lot of mass and I'm now sort of, I think I'm now 50, 50 pounds heavier, about 50 pounds heavier. And most of that is just through calisthenics. Um, when I'm traveling, I sometimes go into the gym, but now that I've kind of, you know, seen results and have a better idea of what I'm doing, you know, it's, it's fine for me to just go into a gym and just bang, bang it out. No matter which gym it is, you know, I've been to plenty of them. Um, but I think there's a lot of people who in the beginning are, you know, at the same and they're really insecure and they're scared to go into a gym because they don't know what they're doing and they don't want to embarrass themselves or make mistakes or you know they're maybe ashamed of their body which you know if you're just starting out that might be the case um do you do you work with a lot of people who are like that
0: you know i i find that a lot of the guys they'll they may be like that before they meet me but even after they get started they already have this sense of confidence that they're going to do the right thing and they end up doing what i say so the good thing is is that like you said you don't actually have to go to the gym. The gym doesn't give you more results. It's not some sanctuary of calorie burning. You know, it's not it's not like you're in a sauna the whole time you're in a gym, but for some reason it's nice to get out of your own environment working out in your house or your garage like you did isn't always easy without determination, but that's why I built the billiondollarbody.com/challenge. It's 15 days of bodyweight exercise you can do outside of the gym that Typically, can be done with anyone. Like you could go through it. Uh, we we track things because if you don't track your results, you can't really measure if you're getting better or not. So what we did is we have two different ways we track with that type of program. It's either a timed workout. So maybe for you it'd be 20 minutes, and there'd be certain body weight exercises, and you might be able to get through 20 different rounds of that in 20 minutes. or someone else may be able to get through five or eight, but they're still pushing themselves the same and the same amount of time. Now, other things, we have a certain amount of rounds where it might take someone 45 minutes, may take you 10 because you're just crushing it through bodyweight exercises. So uh, it's it's measurable that way so that in two weeks, four weeks from now, you can go back through those workouts and realize that, oh, wow, those push-ups were a lot easier or I was able to push myself more and see the different results that you were able to go through the workout more with less rest or you were able to... Uh, get more rounds done in a certain amount of time so yeah I think that I work with a lot of people that are like that and we just start them off where they're at I have a guy right now never worked out before he works out at home all he has is dumbbells we put together tons of programs for him and he works out three days a week right now because that's where he's at and then we'll up to four days a week and he'll do some more uh, weightlifting with the actual dumbbells so the time under tension is more important to me and it, more than anything it's mobility and flexibility more than anything and strength in range of motion meaning that you know you can go all the way down in a push-up and you're strong at the bottom and at the top whereas most of the workouts in the gym just make you strong in a certain range of motion or a certain movement and then if you're outside of that you're just you know weak and screwed and you can get an injury so I, i'm with you man i think that the exercises. For the most part, besides you know doing a lot of leg style workouts, are very very good.
1: Yeah, for me it was kind of a combination between obviously being insecure at first, but then also I really I really enjoyed the body weight purely because I watch some of these YouTube videos and I love what people can do with their bodies. I mean it's amazing some of the things that some of the moves that people can actually pull off. Um, And they've just kind of gained complete mastery over their bodies. You know, there's things like the planche, like the muscle ups. um, You've got the one arm push ups, one arm pull ups, uh, handstands, all kinds of different variations and different moves that can all be done. You know, with just using your own body weight or just a bar. So for me, that was kind of like another real big thing that that attracted me. And um, you know, I'm now learning a lot of those moves. Some of them, some of the harder ones, I'm now able to do. But there's still a there's still a lot to learn right so body oh, weight dude, is there's
0: always going to be stuff because you can then you go into gymnastics too right and then all of a sudden you get into you know like 360 backflips and all that stuff and that's also all body weight but if you look at gymnastics strength programming as well that's a it's a great way for to get not not the actual gymnastics because there's a lot of like hard like harshness on the body when you're You know kipping all the time And gymnasts wouldn't recommend doing it all the time anyway But gymnastic strength is awesome Which was I mean it's what calisthenics Is built on for the most part But the biggest thing is figuring out If you're listening right now and you're going cool Like this sounds all fun I don't want to tickle your ears too much Because depending on where you're at There's different reasons why you're working out You need to figure out why do you want to get healthy And what What you actually want So let's say you're 40 pounds overweight or you're like, Dan, you wanted to gain 40 pounds. Those are two different types of people. They're going to have two different motivations and do different types of workouts. If you're 40 pounds overweight right now like, and you're not moving much, just go move and focus on breath, hydration, sleep for sure, and then the food you're putting in your body. Your body will release the extra weight because it doesn't actually want to carry it around. That's not actually healthy for your body to carry. And then as that starts happening, you'll be able to go out and do different types of exercises, move a lot more. Whereas if you go work out hard with an extra 40 pounds on you all the time, it's really just not going to be that good for your body. Your joints, your ligaments are not built yet to be able to sustain that. Whereas where Dan's at, I would have him, if he was starting out from scratch again, right from the beginning, I'd have him do slow controlled movements to start building up ligament and joint strength. Ligaments take 270 days to strengthen compared to 90 days for muscle. So that's why these guys who take steroids before they take reach their optimum potential in their body, they don't work out for five years first. Then they start breaking things. They start needing shoulder surgeries and having injuries. So when it comes down to it, there's different ways to get results. and The biggest focus always has to be on breath, hydration, sleep, and nutrition before the exercise because then you'll just get more out of the actual exercise that you're doing. And a lot of people don't do that. If they're if they're underweight, they'll usually just eat whatever they want and then exercise. That's cool, but you'd still get a better result if you were putting good quality fuel. And if they're overweight, they usually end up trying to exercise more and eat less. It's the worst thing you could ever do. Your body goes into an extreme shock if you do that. If you're exercising, you're just going to eat more. You have to eat more if you're exercising. So either eat less and don't exercise much or eat more and exercise because you need to feel your body correctly. And uh, I would say focus on those top four things first.
1: Yeah, man. Awesome. So you have literally, uh, I think you've pretty much answered my next question. Uh, following on from that a little, I was going to say, what advice have you got for beginners who are trying to change their negative habits and start transforming their bodies?
0: So I still have advice for that just because I could tell you every single thing and Google can too and so can all these ripped freaking dudes on Facebook and Instagram. They can tell you to go get their $97 full plan, blah, blah, blah thing and the deal is is there's a reason why I have so many men coming to me that are just like, I'm done. I want to just do this correctly. Just tell me exactly what to do. I can trust you because what you need is a plan you can trust and figure out exactly what you want. After you figure out what you want, figure out why you want it. 'Cause you may want to be like Dan and be like forty pounds extra of muscle and then you figure out what he's done to get there and you go, Ooh, actually I don't want to do that. I like that that's a little <laughs> bit hard for me. Maybe twenty pounds would be a better goal. So I know that everyone wants things, but what are you willing to work for? So that's where the why comes in. Cause if you don't have a definite reason and you'll do whatever it takes to get something, you'll never get there. And then you put together the plan. Maybe go to an expert, maybe reach out to someone like Dan, be like, Hey man, how'd you do that? You go to an expert and they'll put together the how because most people are missing how to do it and they're, or they're missing the motivation. But ultimately, if you figure out why you want it and what you actually want, then you can put together the how and start executing on it. But here's the thing. Don't focus on the results. I know it sounds so dumb. Every once in a while, you need to go back and check the result. So if I'm working out, let's say I'm 40 pounds overweight or 60 pounds overweight again and for 14 days, I do my program, and I focus on the actions as my goal. So I want to I wanna make sure I'm doing my breathing techniques or breathing, not short breathing while I'm working. I want to make sure that I'm hydrating, going to sleep on time, getting good quality sleep, eating the right foods, and exercising. So now all of a sudden, I'm focused on the actions, which I can completely do. Four out of five of those, everyone does every day, even if you're out of shape. So you can do those no matter what. And then two weeks in, I look at my results and then I just change the plan if I don't like the result. Most people, they just try to hit their goal, meaning like drop 60 pounds, and then they get discouraged if they don't hit it and then they want to quit. No, it's not your belief in the plan. It's not that you can't do it. It's that you need to focus on the actions and if the actions aren't getting you the result you want, you just need to keep refining the actions. That's it. Or you need to figure out if you need a different goal because – You don't want to do the actions. It's going to get there. Just like I don't want to be an Olympic athlete. It would just be way too hard. I just wouldn't. If that was my goal, I would always fall short. So focus on the actions, not the result, but check the result that your actions are giving you, which we call this the vision, and we actually make everyone's goals the, the steps that it takes to actually get to that ultimate vision.
1: Yeah, man, for sure. And the great thing about what you do is, like you say, a lot of people might come to you and they've tried different plans, different you know, (laughs) set plans that they can buy from other people. But the thing is, plans don't account for different people, different body types, different goals, different whatever it may be, right? There's so many differences and variations that these set plans just can't account for. And therefore, if you're following them and you're not the same body type or you don't have the same goal as the person who's created it then perhaps it's not going to work for you and that's what's great about coming to you because you can tailor it right you can tailor it for their needs
0: yeah you you go to a a suit place to rent a suit and you get like a suit that's like one let's say you go to a place that's one size fits all because that's to, even when you go to a suit place, they're at least measuring you and giving you something that's not high quality, but they're giving you a suit that fits you. But imagine one size fits all. Dan and I trying on the same exact suit. I'm 5'7", he's 6'2". Okay? One size fits all. Me and him have the same exact thing. Great. Dan looks good because he fills the whole thing out, and he's 6'2", and for me, the arms are like six inches too long, and the legs are coming down past my shoes. That will not ever look good on me, even though it looks good on Dan. Same thing with plans, how he's saying tailored. Yeah, tailored means it fits you, even if you wear a small T-shirt or a small jacket. One person has longer arms than you and the other person doesn't. So you can't use a one-size-fits-all for people if they want to have confidence. The reason we do a tailored suit style and build it to people uh, based on tons of different variables but we do all the work. They don't have to worry about it is because it's the confidence in the plan that gets people to do it. When you look up a blog and you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger's workouts, you do one of them and then you go, man, did I do that as hard as he did? Will I ever be able to get the results like he did? Was this the workout that he actually did or is this like a shortened version? Was this a long enough version? Should I be doing cardio with it? Like all these things go through your mind because you're questioning the process because you don't have confidence it's going to give you a result. And that is mentally fatiguing. We take the guesswork out of it. We give you a plan that's tailored for you. You go in the gym and you go, all right, all I have to do is just follow the step by step guide and I'll get the freaking results. Simple as that.
1: For sure, and I love what you said um, earlier about not focusing on the results to begin with, not you know letting them con- kind of consume your all your thoughts, because um, you know I completely resonate with that. Um, even not- even
0: with you, think about this: you're like I want to do. Uh, you probably can do muscle ups easily, but let's say uh, you want to do twenty muscle ups in a row, and by the end of two weeks, you can only do sixteen, and you're like sitting there down and depressed. And I'm like, Dan, no, how about we work on some of your back strength? And work on your form to be able to hit twenty. Like we'd focus on the actions that we have to do to hit twenty, and not just sit there and focus on getting twenty muscle ups in a row. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And um, you know, I can I can apply it specifically to Wealthy Gorilla and how I started growing that. You know, um, measuring the traffic was something that I was just addicted to at yeah. the start. Literally, just like. If I got a spike, you know, I was happy. Every day if you're looking at it as if it's every,
0: doing something every for Every day, it.
1: every couple of hours, man, I'm checking to see how many people are on the site and what's going on. And, you know, if I have like a down day where the traffic, if I, you know, I used to have a down day where the traffic would just kind of dip, I would just find myself getting upset and frustrated. And it's like, it's one day. Like it's, it's, you know, a tiny little dip in an otherwise You know, if you zoom out, then it's an incline. But if you zoom in and you focus on all the the results in the short term, then um, you can see all these like little areas, and they just kind of depress you. And it's it's just mood imbalances, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. So I completely agree with you when you say, you
0: know, you no, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but like you need to you need to celebrate the stuff, right? But like at a certain point, it's not helping anymore. I, I have an example of this last night. I was all pumped because some somehow on my Instagram something happened where my like I just made a regular post and some I don't know what happened it's like on the Explore or got or ranked high and just like like hundreds of people all of a sudden liked it in like 30 minutes like just whoosh, tons of people and I was going what the heck is going on and I was pumped though right and I was looking at it and I was for like 30 minutes I was talking about I even called a friend I was like hey man like check this out this is crazy. But at the end of the day, it almost would have been better. If you always react that way, you're better off not getting any engagement because that's what's actually going to get you to go, why is this not happening? I'm going to go work harder. And then if every single time something good happens, we're like sitting there checking it, you know, running a Facebook ad, and every 30 minutes we're checking if we have a conversion. Well, that's keeping us from doing the work that actually gets stuff done. So yeah, it's like you can't get focused on – you know just traffic or things you, we need, always need to focus on the things that's going to get traffic things that are going to bring traffic but at the end of the day you need to check it to make sure that what you're doing doesn't suck either right
1: yeah so I, I ended up limiting it to uh, just like I think it was once um, every weekend just checking how I did for the week just seeing uh, if they're lying you're still <laughs> sometimes maybe <laughs> no, but I did. I literally, um, yeah, I said it for like once a week, and then if there are any drops or anything, I just kind of see what, like, what happened. Like, if I did anything wrong, or if there are any Google updates or whatever it may be. Like, SEO is a tough game, man. Yeah, but that's a whole absolutely. that's a whole different topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So before we start wrapping this up, a couple more questions I want to ask you. The last, well, the next one is. What are some of your favorite exercises that you like to do when working out? So
0: for some reason, people want what they can't have. I have different phases that I go through when it comes to work because like right now I'm planning for our live event. Man, I feel like I don't even want to go to the gym. I want to just bust out a quick workout so that I get back to my focus and I'm focusing on all those other areas. So right now I'm trying to do something that's very time efficient. I'm not trying to spend an hour and a half. I'm trying to spend... 20, 30 minutes and getting a lot done without losing any of my results or maybe even getting a little bit better during this time. So typically for me, since I naturally am someone who can go high intensity for a long time, I like to lift (laughs) because, of course, I'm not like naturally born to lift. So for some reason, I'm addicted to it. I love doing like deadlifts, Olympic lifts, uh, squatting, a lot of presses, so like overhead press. And so I like doing a lot of the major movements like it would be like power lifting style and Olympic lifting. But then on top of that, I really enjoy high intensity quick burst workouts where you're doing like a certain amount of rounds like push-ups, pull-ups, squats, things like that over and over again and really pushing myself to the limit. So those are my favorite workouts.
1: Yeah, for anybody who's uh, listening, you know Nicholas just said he's he's not born to lift, but for some reason he he, he loves to do it. And um, for me, like when I first started body weight and I started pull ups and that kind of thing, um, I was I was immediately kind of aware of the fact that because I'm tall, it's a lot harder. But uh, for some reason, that just made me even more addicted to uh, <laughs> progressing and starting to do these muscle ups and that kind of thing. You know, I have friends who are maybe 5'9", five, 5'10", five, and they, can, they were just banging out muscle-ups way before I could. And um, I've got these big legs, and it was kind of hard getting myself over the bar, but um, thats you know—you you love it when you can finally uh, achieve that and be able to do those moves. Yeah, so, even,
0: with, uh, even with squats and deadlifts for you, you're like higher off the ground. You have to lift the bar
1: further. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I've never even deadlifted, so... There you go. That's uh, that's an interesting. Uh, I'm never deadlifted. Never benched. Um, as I've got no idea what my you what dip my, though, right? Like you do dips. Yeah, I do um, like weighted dips. Yeah, yeah, so that's. I do like I, I like that more than bench anyway. Yeah, for sure. Uh, before we wrap this up, man, you you know we mentioned. Um, right at the start you've got a live event coming up soon um, I'd love to know more about that and I'm sure our audience would as well and where they can find out more
0: yeah you a billion dollar body live.com Dan's flying all the way out from the UK all the way out here to San Diego to come so you'll want to go see him here I'm just playing but uh, basically we're gonna have a hundred highly influential male entrepreneurs these influencers uh, I have um, I have Cole Hatter who sold for, he sold $200 million from stage in the last four years Also a great family man And if you follow him on Snapchat He like has a trainer works out every single day So he's prospering in those areas uh, I have Ryan Mitchler with the Order of Man One of the biggest podcasts And also he has one of the biggest men's Facebook groups Like 30,000 people uh, We have the Art of Charm Jordan Harbinger coming out So he'll be hanging out the whole weekend So people like that are going to be in one room uh, It's just going to be an awesome time to Just rub elbows with these influencers, but on top of that, have something unlocked on the inside of you that gets you to stop chasing the carrot on the stick, to jump from one thing to another, to be, I need to get healthy, to, I need to make more money, to, I need to find a relationship. Now, how do we balance all those three things at the same time and prosper in them? And so, because of that, we can go out there and make a bigger impact. Just see too many people just like running in circles. And it's just getting really annoying. So I'm just going to break the whole thing. One of my biggest strengths has been connecting with highly influential people. And at some point in your life, you stop learning from just reading and consuming content. And you start learning more from teaching people what you've learned. And so I want to be able to impart that to everyone who wants to connect with mentors, leaders, and get a high – the five people that are hanging around me are you know, making – Tens of millions, hundreds of millions, like selling hundreds of millions, doing stuff like that a year. And the way that I've done that is through specific skill sets that I'm going to teach at the event, along with putting you in a room with all the people that I've been able to build relationships with. So if that's of interest to you, go to billiondollarbodylive.com. We've already sold like 80% of our VIP tickets, so um, I'm assuming. You know, maybe a month or a month and a half before the event, which is July 15th and 16th, we'll sell out of all of our VIP tickets, which gets you an exclusive dinner in the highest building in San Diego, white glove service, five star dining, in a room with all the speakers and the top 30 uh, influential people at the event.
1: Awesome, man. So there you go, guys. Check that out if you want to learn more. Um, You know, there's not too much time left to. To get your tickets, so I'll try and make sure that this recording is out as quick as possible so it gives you enough time to go and check that out. And make so, sure you go
0: meet Dan there if you haven't met him in person. You gotta make <laughs> sure to go out
1: there. He's just kidding, he's just kidding. Um, we'll see. <laughs> all right, man. So, uh, where can people reach you to learn more about yourself other than billiondollarbody.com?
0: Yeah, dude. I think uh, Instagram and Snapchat are the two places because uh, if you already follow me on Facebook, I'll go live. It's cool. But I do fun stuff on Snapchat and Instagram where I'm really just sharing what am I eating? What am I doing? Who am I connecting with? How much am I working? What do I do every single day? So that, hey, if you want to mirror some of that to have some of that success come into your life, you can just mirror what I'm doing. Copy it. Yeah. So uh, Instagram, Nicholas Barely, Snapchat, Nicholas Barely.
1: And also, now that he's going viral on Instagram, then uh, <laughs> you go, you got to check him out there. So <laughs> we'll, um, we'll drop some links uh, when we publish this on the blog so they can go and follow you. Um, but yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Wealthy Gorilla Podcast. You know, I love Nicholas's mission. He's doing some amazing things. As you can see from this chat, we've discussed uh, fitness, any roadblocks to... Um, becoming a better version of yourself and becoming more healthy and going to the gym and getting a personal trainer and all these things. And these are things that Nicholas can work through with you, right? It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's a tailored plan. You can reach out to him anytime you like, and he will for sure be able to sort you out. So thanks for listening, guys, to this episode of the Wealthy Griller Podcast. Thank you so much, Nicholas, for coming on the show and imparting your wisdom to us.
0: Dude, thank you. I've had a freaking blast.
1: Yeah, man, it was awesome. Um, So there you go, guys, and I will see you again with another episode of the Wealthy Gorilla Podcast, so stay tuned.